Hey guys. Hey everybody. How are you? Well, I hope I hope good. Yeah. I hope everybody's good. Well, how are you, Frank? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Had a nice uh, little Christmas and everything. It was Christmas. It was a, it, oh. <laughs> what does that mean? No, I'm just saying it was. It That's was. exactly what it was. Yeah, I said I had a nice one and you just said it was just Christmas. No, I'm just reminding everybody that the time of year. Oh, that it was Christmas. It was Christmas. Right. It was Hooray! Christmas. Hooray! I thought you, because, well, Dan and I ended up spending Christmas together, and so yeah. I just figured he was making a little dig on Christmas. No. It was fun. We had a great Christmas. Yeah. I think we may we may have started a tradition. It was a pretty good one. Yeah, we did, pretty, a, we pretty did good some one. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, well, Dan, I think we need to give a little shout out to the good people of Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> the inexplicable shout out. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, uh, Columbus. Hi, Columbus, Ohio. Our biggest market? Our second apparently? biggest market. <laughs> well, yeah. We, I mean, got a, we got lots of people here in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. Friends and family and friends of friends and family. I don't know that there's much friends and family. Actually. I don't think that there really is. I mean, I've talked to some people... <laughs> And and the people who I think would actually really like it haven't listened to it. And but then there have been some really good surprises of people who yeah. who've like just been like, Oh yeah, I listen and I like it. I've got so. one or two friends who are who are regular listeners. Most of my closest friends, however, don't. And that's fine with That's me. totally fine. Yeah, they've uh, heard our shtick. They know yeah. they know our <laughs> our stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't want to hear it again. But yeah, we've got a really large listenership out there in uh, in so, Ohio. Yeah, I wanna know what's 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 going right, Columbus? Like, what, yeah, what, <laughs> what? What did someone mention us on something, or what? What happened? You guys yeah, need no to kidding. let us know. Oh my god! I'm, well, I'm, it could just also be a large um, atheist population, is what I'm also thinking. Oh, is that, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm saying, what is it? I, I'm thinking some somebody who's very very popular has publicized us. Must be. I'm fine with that. Thank yeah. you, whoever you are. We love you in Columbus, I guess. <laughs> Have you ever been to Columbus? I've never been to Columbus. It's the capital, you know. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Wow. I know that because when I was in like third grade, third grade. I, I learned it all and I was like, and the, my mnemonic device for that was that Columbus came to America and said, oh, hi-o. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn. Hey, I, what? I was a third no, grader. It helped me good. remember it. I know. Well, we were just talking about Christmas. Yeah. Um, and in the spirit of the season, um, I've got an interesting story. Oh, okay. Um, it, apparently it's, it's kind of an annual event that oh, happens. Good. Well, Christmas is an annual event. That, well, that happens. is too. Um, this is associated but with But apparently, that. um, it's, it's not every year, but it happens, happens frequently enough. Um, there was the, well, the headline just says, Priest Brawl in Bethlehem's Church of the Nativity. <laughs> The priests brawl, <laughs> yeah. um, because the Church of the Nativity is managed, um, so to speak, by two different groups. Yeah. Um, there's the Greek Orthodox and there's the Armenian clerics of some kind. Um, <laughs> the the Greeks know. and the Armenians. The are... Gre- yeah, and wow. they they both have claim to it, and so they both <laughs> run it together. Wait, so we're not talking about like Israel and Palestine here? No, we're talking Christians. That's so Christian weird. Christian action. Well, it would have to be yeah. Christians. I mean, I I guess because the why would the Jews or the uh, nobody else cares or the Islamists yeah. care about um, the church- Islamists Muslims Muslims yeah. What's an Islamist? An Islamist is someone who believes in the political 
um, ideologies role or? of the, oh, okay. the is, Islamic. Yeah, Muslims faith. is the word I was looking for. So, um, but anyways, uh, Church of the Nativity. The Church of the Nativity is where, of course, this is where Christians believe Christ was born. Right. Right. Um, and uh, <laughs> well, or okay. Here's Christian. a quote. Here's a quote from Bethlehem Police Lieutenant Colonel Khalid <laughs> Al Tamimi. Um, he says. It was a trivial problem that occurs every year. <laughs> no one was arrested because all those involved were men of God. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, I mean, I love that. It's, it's state-sanctioned fighting well, it's because not, they're they're because they're church people. Probably not officially, but everybody. It happens every year. I want to go to this event or. Almost every year. I re- he says it happens every year. I will go to this event, and if it's not happening, I will egg them on until yeah. it happens. Well, I saw video footage of it, too. Yeah? Um, yeah, they were like they had like brooms. They were in the midst of cleaning. Because <laughs> what they're doing is they're getting ready for Orthodox Christmas, which is on January 7th. Oh. And so they're still like getting ready for Christmas. And so they're, apparently they were like sweeping and the Greeks whatnot. Were. Um, the Greeks and the Armenians. They're all Orthodox. Of course they are. Yeah. Um, and so they, um, they're cleaning, blah, 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 blah. Um, and they, they, they have like a turf war thing going on here. They actually disagree about whose responsibilities are what and which parts of the church belong to whom. So this wasn't for their Christmas. No, it's not like a show or anything. It wasn't. Well, no, but what I'm saying is that, like, it's not like things come to a head on the day of. No, I think they get it. I think they get their acting gear um, <laughs> before then. Oh. But apparently, the church is in a really bad state of repair, largely because the priests cannot agree on who should pay for the keep up or the upkeep. Nice. What? Wait. So who owns it? They both do. Oh, people. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You can't do it that way. You, I know it sounds good, but, you know, a church, a place cannot be servant of two masters. It just doesn't work. No. No. We know this from the Bible. <laughs> There's a whole... Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, and this apparently also is not the only um, church in the region that similar things happen right um there's also the um church of the holy sepulcher which is the site where uh, many christians believe jesus was crucified Mm. they also have similar incidents of groups who kind of co-operate um not cooperating no right so can we just learn to share well here's the deal i mean these these are men of god yeah, right. Well. Like these are priests. They're they're one of the most holy sites in all of the Christian world. Well, and, and they, isn't the whole they, ethos they, of Christianity supposed to be? If you don't want to do the upkeep, I'll just step in and do it. I, you know? Yeah. Isn't you that mean like the theory behind the whole thing is just like if there's a need, you fill it. Sure. Well, and also, I mean, Christ usually fills in the blank. So oh, you know what that it truly it's his job it's his birth people Wait. it's his like it's his church you've, here's what you got you've got an all powerful guy mm. you got a bunch of people who are trying to worship the guy and trying to be nice about it and trying to like make his place look nice if he's all powerful fucking clean your own shit yeah pick up after yourself Jesus 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 
right, what do you have, Dan? Oh, uh, you know, it, I I like this guy. There's a guy named Chris Stedman. I don't frequent the Huffington Post because I don't like my news organization to be slanted one way or another. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so I don't. That I also don't go to Fox News or whatever. But on the Huffington Post, I found this thing. It was, the problem with atheist activism. It's a guy named Chris Stedman, mm. and uh, and he basically takes us to task. And mm-hmm. he he's an atheist. He's mm-hmm. an atheist activist mm-hmm. or activist. Activist. I can't make those two words switch yeah, okay. together. Okay. So so he takes out, he takes all of atheism. Is some atheism them? Athe- no, mostly atheist activism to task. Oh, okay. Which okay, I okay. guess are, are we activists? I mean, we're doing this podcast. It kind of makes us activists, doesn't it? I suppose so. Yeah, I haven't thought of myself as an atheist activist, although I have become, even since you know, just with these few episodes, I've already you know noticed that I'm a lot more outspoken. Right. Yeah. To all sorts of different people. Yeah. So um, that's. So I, the we're, definitely, power, we're definitely well on our way. If we're not already, we're well on our way. I'm, I'm going to pronounce. I'm going to go ahead and pronounce us activists. I don't, well, I don't, I don't know that we're like marching in the streets, but I don't know that we wouldn't march in the streets if there was a march to be had. Well, I know what I would do. <laughs> what was that? I would get in a fight with some priests in a church. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Like, I, I will would get... go to Jerusalem and I would pick up a broom because that's what they were wielding. All right, people, send enough money so that we can send Frank to Jerusalem <laughs> to get in a fight with some priests. Nobody got all that hurt. Get in there with the brooms. <laughs> all right. So so anyway, what he's saying is and this we've discussed this when we talk about like how atheist signs miss the mark a lot of the time and stuff. Mm. You know, he referenced the uh the Daily Show which talked about Apparently the uh, the Amer- the American Atheists, which is a really big organization, mm-hmm. uh, as atheist organizations go, sure. it's obviously not the Catholic Church or anything. But no, it's a no. big organization, and right. they were protesting. There was a. The, do you remember this? The World Trade Center had a. There was a a piece of rubble that ended up being in the shape of a cross, uh-huh. yeah. and they and they put it in the the World Trade Center Memorial Museum, and and the American Atheists like. Put out this statement that was so asinine. Should I read the statement? Yeah, yeah. It just basically said, uh, the WTC cross has become a Christian icon. It has been blessed by so-called holy men and presented as a reminder that their God, who couldn't be bothered to stop Muslim terrorists or prevent 3,000 people from being killed in his name, cared only enough to bestow upon us some rubble that resembles a cross. And then, of course, John Stewart added... And as president of the American Atheist Organization, I promise to make sure that everyone, even those that are indifferent to our cause, will fucking hate us. <laughs> yeah. Which, of course, that's exactly yeah. it. Like, I, yeah, I don't like that kind of What the hell is tactic. your goal there? And not, every, not everything is an educational opportunity. And everything no. is not a learning moment for nope. everybody. Nope. And that's one where, I'm sorry, you are just, if, if, if you're a believer and you're hearing that, you're not you're not all of a sudden having a light bulb go on in your head and go oh those atheists are right you're right no, there's, you're no, there's no even awareness moment toward there. your belief well, like th- not that's, only that but it, it's, it's 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 so it's it's just I, I i think atheists uh need a good pr man well not it's not just that atheists need a good pr man it's the fact that we have to acknowledge that though this isn't your experience or my experience a lot of atheists are that sort of that stereotypical thought of atheists which is angry 
Yeah, what is that? Well, I mean, I don't know. People get hurt by churches. People get very, very hurt, and they are dealt with very, very badly and treated very badly. Yeah. And I think that it's it's reasonable to be angry about that. I don't think sure. that there's anything wrong with that. However, you got to get over it, though. I think the when, you, the whole... when you're president of an entire organization of atheists and you're making incendiary and needlessly, like, over the top mm-hmm. statements about mm-hmm. something that's not to do with you, right? Who the fuck cares? They found yeah. a piece of rubble. They liked the shape. They right. bless it. Right. Doesn't do anything to you. Why not? Um, why not American atheists? get together and send a a, 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 a trinket, a, a, a thing, you know, like they, they have a thing and they say, we feel your pain. We, we're with you. Here's a thing. And they just simply just, it's a thing. It's a, it's, it's, it's an emblem of, of their solidarity instead of something like that. Or they craft you know? their own message and, right, put, they, and have they, that put in there. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They yeah. send something that is symbolic of them and of their sense of community and, 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 and whatnot. And you're going to win over people's, you know, at least their respect. But right now, and I mean, this frankly, kind of stuff means it, it just leads people to not respect atheists. Well, and to have a lot of ammunition yeah. against atheists as a whole. Right. Well, you know? it, 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 what, it, what it does is invites people to dismiss us. Mm-hmm. And that's – and, that, you know, it's fine. Everybody gets to say whatever they want. Sure. It's, but if you're an atheist, if you're an activist, mm. if, if your goal – if you have specific goals with your language, mm-hmm. what possible goal could he be achieving with that language? Pissing people off. Pissing people off. They just, does that help anything? No. They're going after the wrong people. If if somebody at a church or some specific church actually pissed them off, actually hurt them, right? Right. right. Then they need to be going after those specific people. Not only that, if, the, if you feel the need for for some kind of revenge, right. or some sort of retaliation against belief and believers, right? Be specific. Well, yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't get all general and just start spewing your venom randomly at and, whomever. And, and Mr. Sedman, you know, happens to be a Stedman does go into that. He he actually he actually lists a, a, a series of people like writing things about Islam, mm. like atheists writing stuff about Islam. Yeah, that's non-specific. Mm. A bunch of things about like you know, come on, Islam. It's bad enough to be the religion of hate, but to be the religion of cowardice ought to leave you feeling ashamed. You know, somebody put that on their thing, and and it's just like, well, that's that's not constructive. No, you haven't helped anything. No, the the fact of the matter is that as long as we don't, I mean, what it does is it dilutes our actual griefs, our grievances. Mm-hmm. If we, you know, if we're going to get outraged about. God in schools, mm-hmm. which is a very valid thing to be outraged Absolutely. about, and which is something that we, which is a battle we need to be fighting. Absolutely, well, getting onto school boards and so forth, that sort of thing. Yep. But if we're going to fight those battles, what we don't need is for is for everyone else to be able to already have dismissed us based on stupid battles that we mm-hmm. fought that weren't worth anything. They weren't worth it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. that, so that's what I was thinking. But there are battles to be fought. And I thought I'd just jump, segue right into my friend's experience. Yeah, sure. Which is something that I was blown away by. Yeah. Blown away by this. Yeah. This was, a, this was a, a friend of mine who, who I knew from here in Salt Lake City. Um, 
I, you know, we didn't know each other tremendously well, but, but you know, he's a nice guy. I, I, you know, I see him at parties and whatever. Mm-hmm. He goes out. He, he, he lives in Iowa now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the heartland, if you will, mm-hmm. Franklin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so he's out there and, you know, those, those Midwest, mid, Midwesterners, is that Midwest? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Ohio. You know, Iowa. Iowa. Very Midwestern. Right. Yes. You know, they're known for their, their, their niceness. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. No, they're... Their hospitality? Well, I guess that's Southerners that are known for their hospitality. Yeah, I don't know what Iowans are known for. Corn? Corn. Their reasonableness, for yes. out loud. They Absolutely. Have, they allow gay marriage. Right. They're in the heartland. They're yeah. in the heartland. You this can call the heart- them the heartland. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, he so he moved out there, uh, took a job out there, and he was... He had... This semi nice relationship. He would go to this uh, this like convenience store gas station place every once in a while, mm-hmm. and he had he was he had been building up a, a rapport with the lady uh, who checked him out of the gas station, and uh, she had been angry because do you remember a few you know a month or two ago about a month ago maybe more because I have no concept of time mm-hmm. there was that whole the the uh, the Congress got all up in arms about. Of reaffirming the in God we trust. Yeah. Yeah. And the, a total waste of time. Yeah. I mean that one. Total waste of time. Yeah. And apparent and so this lady was talking to my friend and was saying how how upset she was because Congress had lots of actually important things to be dealing with at that moment. Yeah. And we're wasting their time with this with affirming something that was already law. Very good point. Right. He says you know, even as an atheist, I don't have a problem with that being the motto, but why waste the time? Right. Nice. Also reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I, now me, me personally, I have a problem with that being the motto, but fine. The, the well, whole. Well, yeah, in, in my heart of hearts, but like it's a reasonable stance to take when you're having a conversation with someone sure. whose belief system you don't really maybe fully know or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, she, so she looks at him and says, you're an atheist? And he says, yes. And she said, and I'm going to quote here, that's awful. That's awful. You're terrible. What? She then turned and walked away and refused to ring him up. Wouldn't go anywhere near the guy. But he'd already filled up his car. He he'd already filled station? up. He just oh had to pay. Okay. She wouldn't help him out. He had, she, he had to eventually, eventually the owner, who's a Sikh, had to come out and ring him up. Oh, my God. Because she wouldn't ring him up. And then... It wasn't just that. So he turns around at the rest of the like the people behind him in line yeah. to to get, to get this like you believe this crap sort of thing, and they're all staring at him like he's Satan. They're yeah. all they're all looking at him like he's the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. And then so that so then the finally the guy rings him up, <clears throat> and he says, and he's just like, so he's finally like gonna leave. He's on his way out to the out to his car, and some dude from the in line behind him. Follows him to his car saying, oh why God. do you hate Jesus? Why do you hate Jesus? Why do you hate Jesus? And he's like, I don't. I don't. I don't hate Jesus. Why do you hate Jesus? That wasn't about Jesus. No. It, no. Because there's a Sikh behind the counter. Sikhs don't believe in Jesus. Right. Why didn't so they're fine they buying gas from somebody who doesn't believe in Jesus. They're fine with dealing with somebody who doesn't. But believe. a white guy. Well, it's really just about God. Well, no, my thought is, well, not believing. I mean, if he had, if he, if my friend had Sikh clothing on, if he had a big beard and a yeah, turban, then he'd believe in God. Or if he, but I'm saying if he was brown, if he, if he, if they assumed that he was 
if he was Asian and he said, oh, I don't, I'm, I'm not Christian. You, you think? They would be fine with it. You think? But he's supposed to be Christian because he's white and American. I think that's it's part not, of it. It wasn't the atheism that kind of got them going. In oh, the it first was. Place. Oh, it was. I mean, but I mean, let's, I mean, but someone who's Buddhist is technically atheist ish ish depending but but because they have a thing that they call a religion hmm. and because they're brown it's disturbing it's it's, really the whole thing is just story. really disturbing like what country is this yeah that's that's <clears throat> it's weird though like i have to say i remember like when i was first exploring my atheism i went to the public library and i did the whole like i knew where i knew what I knew what numbers I was following, mm-hmm. right? Because <clears throat> I wanted to get some stuff to read, and uh, and I was like looking over my shoulder, who's 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 watching me check out, you know, an <laughs> atheist book, right, right? Right. And so, um, I mean, I I get it. Turns out I was in Salt Lake and didn't have to worry about that at all because Salt Lakers are at least typically reasonable. That's just surprising, or at least their their non reasonableness is hidden. Well, okay, they, right. they, they, they outright refuse to make it public. Right, exactly. But they'll talk they'll be about polite. it later. Yeah. yeah, they're polite. They'll be That's polite to your face. To your, well, not necessarily, though, no, actually. So? I, the only time that I've ever like encountered blatant anti-atheist stuff was when people, thinking they're being polite, mm. were actually being real dicks. Okay. But they thought that they were, that they were being okay. But see... Mm. Coming from ignorance is totally different than coming from ignorance and being potentially and being violent, outwardly it. mean, and yeah. and just yeah, like, just that's awful. threatening. That's really really threatening for yeah. somebody to follow you like that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, why do you hate Jesus? Why do you hate Jesus? Yeah. I'm going to punch you. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, that's I, horrible. I, oh my god. He did not say that he was going to punch him. By the way, I added that. Right. But dude, following you repeatedly saying something like that, yeah. I think you, your mind goes one place. Yeah. It's threatening. Honestly, it's very, very, it's, very threatening. The whole thing is actually genuinely alarming. Yeah. Hmm. My goodness. Yeah. Well, can I lighten the, the mood you, a little? Why don't you, please? Yeah, okay. Um, There's something to laugh at. This is um, surprisingly, and I'm, 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 I'm accepting that this is for real, okay? <laughs> Just because of where it's from. It's another one of these where I'm I have to keep double checking to make sure that it's legitimately on a real news site. Uh and that that news site hasn't also like opened a comedy section or something. Right. Right. Uh this is from the Daily Mail. Uh-huh. Uh, in, in 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 that fair burg of London. Yeah. Um so the the headline says no jokes about holy socks please. Image of Jesus Christ miraculously appears amid laundry. Oh, so they're proclaiming it a miracle. Um, well, I don't know if any anybody <laughs> at an organization that has the authority, so to speak, to 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 call something a miracle has called it a miracle. But the people but who the, are involved, the, the mail is calling the it. The mail is saying that it's that's good journalism, a miracle. Um, but then, like you read it, and it's like, okay, so there's this woman, Sarah Crane, um, says she was stunned. When she hung her laundry out to dry and discovered the face of Jesus staring back at her <laughs> from a crumpled sock. Okay, wait. Let me let me take a look at this. You've got a picture of her. Yeah, right this here. is worth look at this, this is worth looking up, people, because um, it looks like the Shroud of Turin. 
Looks like the face ah. in the Shroud of Turin. I don't see that as being any more Jesus than it is like Buddy Hackett. I don't like who. <laughs> how can you possibly see? Well, it's it's a face. It's just a face. It's a face. Yeah. It, and it's not really a face. I mean, okay. So here's the thing. But so is the Shroud of Turin. The Shroud of Turin's just a face. No, the Shroud of Turin's a whole body. Well, that's right. But I mean, yes, you're right. But like the face and itself, it's beard and it everything. doesn't necessarily. Um, I think you could argue that that has a beard. Look at well, at least a goatee, you know. <laughs> and then the, yeah, it's, there's a little fine line of that. Like if he'd shaved his beard, you know, those beards would have like the line that goes just along the chin. Yeah, or the, the oh cheek, my the, god, the the jawbone. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. I honestly, the and truth his of eyes the matter are is, closed like on the Shroud of Turin. Look at that. It's mm, very faith promoting. Mm, I think so. You had a comment though. Well, I, okay, so. We know from psychological testing that mm. our brains are wired to seek order from chaos and to make human faces where we can make them. Absolutely. Which is why we see faces in clouds yeah. and why we think we see human beings when we look sort of into a dark forest. And there isn't somebody mm. there, but enough of an outline has been created by right. whatever right. that we see a human. Right. Like, we're just wired to we're look for really faces. really good at it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... But now, but you add religion to that, and suddenly we're wired to look for Jesus and or Mary. If well, it looks, it's a masculine face. Right. If it's a masculine face, mm-hmm. it's Jesus. If it's, even if, did you ever go and look at the, the, the Mary tree here in Salt Lake City? Um, I've driven, I've never actually gone up the steps. Oh, well, there's nothing to see anymore. Right. I've, but I went there when, when there was something to see. Because what happened was, got to somebody saw what they were sure was Mary in... Uh, a cut off limb was the, she weeping um, from the sap like, she, was she she well unfortunately and i did discuss this a little bit one time on uh thank god i'm atheist.com the, mm. the blog mm-hmm. uh there it was it was basically um a very common thing that you, you see in nature which is a, a sort of but has been turned into it's just an it was just an outline that could be interpreted as a woman with a with like a cloak or a veil sort of thing. Well, it was kind of in there was the no silhouette face, really. of like if you if you'd cast a shadow from one of those sort of Mary statues, right? Where right. she has like a, a a veil over her. Right. right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like because that's what I always understood it to be. Yeah, the truth is if you go to thank God I'm atheist and you look at maybe do a search for Mary um in the search bar. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You'll see that there's a. You'll see my little thing about it, and well, I, maybe you I should did post it up. Oh, okay. So well, people can just see it if they want to. Well, there's a there's a very there's a very sort of. I did an artist's rendering of what it used to look like, and that artist's rendering basically is the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. But that's okay. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay. Um, and then you can see what it looks like now, which is basically terrible. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, it was vandalized at first. It was vandalized a little bit. And so when you say, was, did it look like she was weeping from the sap? It did look like that, except that it was coming out of her neck. Oh, her neck was crying. It looked like she had been shotgunned in the neck. Or she had a sad neck. She had a sad neck. Her, ne- her neck was sad, Dan. And lo, the virgin did weep from her neck. <laughs> oh, God. And then, and then they tried to make it into a different virgin and into a different picture. Like, now they've tried to make it into something else. Mm. Anyway... Well, but yeah, it's gone. Shrine there She's, yeah, well, there's a huge shrine and there's candles and yeah. all the Mexicans are really into it. 
and that's basically all that's all of the people who are into it in Salt Lake. But that's okay. Yeah. Well, it's, <clears throat> it's but, the Lady of the Guadalupe <laughs> of Salt Lake. Right. But yeah. not, but Mary in a tree. But I mean, the whole thing is just like, there's an industry. There's that's part of the deal is that there's there's an actual industry oh, now yeah. for for this sort of shit. Well, I can buy the candles at the supermarket for crying out loud. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, the Holy so, Santos. Yes. Um. I, I there's really nothing else that's that we need to talk about in this story. I just really love. Well, what the we thing. need to talk about is the fact that we can't tell if it's real or if it's a joke. It's Poe's law. Yeah. Well, which I didn't actually, uh, I only came across the concept of Poe's Law just recently. Mm -hmm. You'd think I'd know all of the things. All of the things, That's but I don't know I all I usually the... think that you know everything, Dan. You should probably generally <laughs> assume that, but there are certain things. Well, if I ever have a question about anything, I just call Dan. Right. Yeah. Right. Anything. And if I call, and if I have a question about anything, I call Frank and say, hey, what would I say about this? <laughs> As a, oh, Frank, don't be silly. Frank's gone <laughs> gone into his little pissy place for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm so upset. Yeah. Right no, anyway. Can, but before we get to Poe's Law, can oh, I just, we're, we're can not, I just okay. mention oh, yeah. just a couple more things? Oh, please do. Just from this story real quick, because I know once we get into Poe's Law, we're not going to get back to this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, just at the, you know, just sort of the boilerplate at the bottom of this article. Right. says, the face of Jesus has previously been spotted on a drain pipe, in a burn frying pan, and even on an ultrasound scan in 2006. <laughs> the Messiah's image was also spotted on Google Earth in a field in Hungary. Oh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's what this was about. An so. ultrasound scan? I hadn't heard about that one. My baby has the face of Jesus? Yeah. Or is it an ultrasound scan of, like, testicular cancer or something? I have no clue. It just says an ultrasound <laughs> scan. <laughs> well, it just goes to show that Jesus, he's everywhere. Yeah. In everything. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, Poe's Law is Pose Law. basically, it was it was apparently, uh, it's named after a guy named Nathan Poe, mm -hmm. who, who basically asserted that unless the author is absolutely clear in their intent, you cannot tell the difference between religious truth like reporting on religion and religious satire <laughs> right which i had to think about for a minute like i had to like is that could that possibly be true but like when you're talking no. especially when you're talking in terms of fundamentalism mm -hmm. there is nothing that i can say as a parody or as mm -hmm. a satire mm -hmm. that goes far enough right that we couldn't possibly that we couldn't believe that it was real this story could just as easily have been on the onion. Yeah, and while the onion would have punched it up just a little bit more than yeah, this, that's true. Um, a lot of like these quotes, um, but we think it's a sign. But for what we don't know. Like that is straight <laughs> out of the onion, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, and le well, and let's be fair that the onion does skate fairly close to the line on on their satire mm -hmm. to the point where. My father-in-law once did bring me an Onion article as proof of what wasteful spenders the liberals are in this country. Mm. He had an Onion article mm. that was about um, liberals building a $2 billion monument to wasteful spending. Right. Which he had taken to be true. So what we have going on here is that is Poe's law. <laughs> He's, he found a piece of satire that he believed that he mistook 
to be real. Right. That he mistook to be a real story. The the corollary of that is the, the inverse of that is is this article, which is a real thing which is indistinguishable right from from fundamentalism from fundamentalism it's amazing yeah i do, i honestly i the truth of the matter is yeah i don't know how we could possibly yeah it, you can't go far enough no to make it seem like it's wrong no because there's wacky uh, we're going to be getting to some more wackiness in a, in a minute, actually. Um, so I'll These save that. Fundamentalists, but yeah, there's the truth is stranger than fiction. You know, I mean, it's that, or at thing. least on par with fiction, or at least <laughs> in par. terms of strangeness and comedy. Uh, well, let's let's move along. We have something exciting. Yes, another another thing has happened, Franklin. <laughs> We have a listener interacting with us. We have another listener interactor. Another, <laughs> but you know what? What's exciting about this? This isn't even from our country. This one is not from our country. Um, so let's just go ahead and play the voicemail that we received the other day. Um, and uh, and he does all of his own introductions, so there's no need to really do them for him. Yeah, so well done. We'll just play it. Hello, guys. My name is Jason Carter. I'm a Peace Corps volunteer serving. In the country of Panama, I live in an indigenous area called the Comarca Nova Duble. Anyway, I am calling because I was wondering what you guys think when you tell people you're an atheist and the response is, oh, that's just a phase. That's happened to me quite a few times when I told my family. I've also told a couple of people where I work, but not a whole lot because everybody here is really, really Christian. But anyway, when I told people, they always told me that it's just a phase. I was wondering what you guys think about that, if you've had that experience. Thanks very much. I like the podcast very much. Bye. All right. Just a phase. Jason Carter. From Panama. Thank you, Jason. From somewhere in the U.S., but currently in Panama. <clears throat> but currently in Panama. Yeah. Which means you probably had to pay some, some sort of fee to call. Oh, uh, he could have Skyped. Oh, yeah. That's true. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah. What do you think? Just a phase. Well, you know, I here's the thing. I am guilty of this. Of what? When I was a religious teenager, mm. I had a friend who left religion, oh. and I told him it was just a phase. Ugh. I did this. Wow. You're and guilty of this. I am guilty of this. Yeah. So to all of you, to everyone out there, Jason included, I'm sorry. Mm. But the truth of the matter is that I get it. I mean, I get where it's coming from. It's this, uh, you know, first of all, I think as most atheists have experienced, when mm -hmm. you say to someone who's a believer that you're atheist, you see a mild bit of terror in, in a lot of some people's eyes. They, they don't even know what to make of it. Well, it's not, it's not even that they don't know what to make of it. My take on it is this. I think a lot of people, when they find out you're an atheist, especially if you were raised in a religion, they believe that mm. it's threatening to their faith. Somehow, on some level... Right. They're worried. I mean, it's not. It's not like they're they're thinking about this like but, clearly. But they're. Right. But but it means that someone I, who believed as they believe has left. Right. It's a threat. But I, I really think that it's working on the level that um, if they've never encountered an atheist before, yeah, which is very very possible. Yeah. In absolutely. fact, very likely. Absolutely. Um, or at least that they 
knew who was atheist, of course. Um, it's like the first time you, uh, a, a white person who grew up in an all white community sees a black person. Mm. It's the same thing as somebody who's never seen two men holding hands walking down the street. The first time they see that they, they, they've never, they know that they know that black people are out there. They know that right. gay people are out there. They know that atheists are out there, but it's their first experience. And in that moment, I think what they, what you're seeing in, in their eyes is this, um, they, they have so much racing through their mind. Mm. They have, they have this doubt. They don't believe you first of all, because how could you not believe in God? It's so ingrained. Right. So they're just like, so they, they're like, why are you mad at church? Why are you mad at God? Why are you mad at, who are you angry at? Right. They think that you're, that. What so happened? There's some part of you. Did something that happen? Believed, did you have some event? Did someone exactly? Did, did someone diddle you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, no. I wasn't answering <clears throat> that question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> oh, um, diddling is not funny, people. No, it's not. I'm sorry. Um, and um, so I think there's that. I also I, I think you might be right. There's a little bit of kind of like this. You know this initial reaction of 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 fear of being threatened by by your non-belief um about what you might say next right you know but but it's also it's also well if this person can have believed can can have been where i am and then moved on to something else something must have happened well i know i'm thinking what does that mean about my belief oh how fragile is my own belief right what does that mean for me? And hmm. I think what it does is it puts in their face the possibility that what they believe might not be true. So they need to believe something like it's just a phase. Yeah. It's, you'll come back. Right. Belief is so powerful that you'll come back. It's like our caller last week mm-hmm. where the idea is, well, they're just – they're just they like to sin for now. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, that's very attractive and I understand that the desire to sin is very big. So – for a while, they're just going to do that. And we have, you know, there's nothing I can do about that. But eventually, they'll figure out they'll, they'll figure out that what they're doing is wrong and they'll come back to Jesus. Yeah. Well, I personally, um, I know it, it definitely feels a little insulting when somebody says something so dismissive. Oh, it's utterly insulting. Um, but what I like about that dismissiveness is that it makes me feel it makes me want to prove my atheism a little bit more. <laughs> uh, it might make me read a book. It might make me read an article. It might make me um, just kind of figure out a little bit more about my 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 worldview. Well, um, and, and it's and true so that, that atheism I, doesn't you know, have. If there's offensive people out in the world, I'll take it. Yeah, it makes I, me stronger. I true but it doesn't make it feel any better when someone actually says something like that that's such you yeah. know and what's funny is that that's that's almost worse than hearing that you're terrible and you're horrible right because it's like from people you love who are who are refusing to hear you mm-hmm. when you say this is where i'm at mm-hmm. they're refusing to to go there with you mm-hmm. do you know what i like to do in those moments what's that i like to just remind myself that I'm smarter than that person. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, I don't uh, actually do that. No, um, but it, I mean, I because then you become an American atheist, right? Um, I, I think that Jason's point is, uh, I, I think that that's just a, it's just a tricky thing, but it's something we're just going to be dealing with. Mm-hmm. We as atheists are just going to be dealing with it because mm-hmm. 
everyone is so right about their point of view. Absolutely. Everyone is so smart about their point of view. And atheists are just as snooty about this shit as everybody else is. Absolutely. So it's not like, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, the same thing happens with a lot of gay people when they come out of the closet to oh, their family. hells yeah. You get, you, know? you get the phase thing all the time. The truth of the matter is that all you can do is just stick to your guns, and eventually they'll just break down and be like, oh, crap, the dude's and an atheist. go have your summer of gay. <clears throat> so, you know, I did that when I came out. Yeah. Um, I had my big um, – I had uh, some orange clam diggers, and uh, and let's see. What else did I, I – oh, my God. I was It was absurd. I, but went, I had – I went gay, 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 gay for the whole <laughs> summer. Right. And then I was like, oh – this is this isn't me this, this isn't, isn't yeah. who i am i'm gay but i i don't i don't dress like a nitwit right um and well, so let's not let's not insult all the bad dressers out there well i guess we can <laughs> you dress badly, so it's the people. same thing go have your summer of atheism go have your summer of no god and experience everything that atheism has to offer right it's not well, quite and, the same and just and just understand that people aren't going to get it yeah Oh, absolutely. And and but I think that I think that again, the key to this moment, and as, and I would say especially with your 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 new friends in the Peace Corps, mm. Jason. Surely there's some atheists in the Peace Corps. Well, Jason may be it in his little area in Panama. Might be yeah. because the Peace Corps does draw a lot of religious folks. Does it? I think so. Doesn't it? I thought it was always like the young. Uh, smarty types who are committed to doing good in the world, but don't have necessarily an outlet for doing good in the world. That's like they're not going to do you like a Christian, Christian mission. The Christians to... would find their own missions and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Else. They're going to so build that they can help churches people in by, Mexico or by whatever. Giving you know people Haitians yeah. Bibles instead of helping them with real yeah. things. I mean, my friend Jamie, she did. I guess it wasn't the Peace Corps, but she did something that was she built houses in Panama. Oh. And Jason, like you should meet weeks. Jamie. She's awesome. Yeah. Hey. And she's an atheist. <laughs> and she's an atheist. And she's always looking for a new guy. <laughs> um. <laughs> no. Okay. But but here's so I'm sorry that you're trapped in your indigenous town of. Mm-hmm. Did you understand any of what he said? Was I, I understood was? Panama. Yeah. Anyway, uh, while you're there, I would encourage you, and maybe this is a bad idea. Maybe you need to go along to get along out there. You just need to keep your mouth shut. But mm-hmm. I think the way to counter the whole it's a phase thing mm-hmm. is to be willing to talk about it. Yeah. Don't, you don't want to be in anybody's face about it. You don't want to be – I mean I frequently am, but that's usually with people that I don't have to deal with very much. Right. But Just if, get along. Yeah. But I mean I think it's healthy and smart to be willing to talk about it and to have and to have interesting conversations that aren't my way is better, your way is worse. Right. And don't allow that into the conversation if they try to bring that in. Right. Just talk about who you are, how you came to your your system of beliefs or your disbelief, mm-hmm. and what it means to you. Yeah. Bear your testimony, my friend. Yes, indeed. It's okay. It's okay. Well, if you would like to join the conversation like Jason did, yeah. um, please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 424-666-TGIA. That's 424-666-8442. And of course, there are conversations not as vibrant, not as, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, nonetheless. Um, if you uh, go to Twitter, you can follow us at TGI Atheist, and our email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
We're going right. to um, we're going to take a quick little break, and on our way out, we're going to um, listen to something horrifying. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, this is audio from Kim Jong Il's um, funeral procession. Either that, or it's audio. Actually, this isn't from the procession. This is yeah, or it could be from a haunted house. You don't know. So, wasn't that uh, something? All that ho- hollering and wailing. My goodness. Did you get to see any of the... No. Any of it? Nope. Well, um... But it sounds like there was some gnashing of teeth and some tearing of hair. Yeah, we'll be sure to put some links up on the website about, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, we should. Um, I haven't done anything on the website, I'll be honest yeah. with you. Well, I've I think been... it, it should be... A, uh, we should, you know... We should be dumping stuff on let's, there. Let's, you know, just refer people to links to some of the stories that... Of uh, stuff that we talk about in the show, and if there's things like this um you know it's it, believe me i i wish that i had been able to find um the stuff that i was watching last night i tried to record the audio last night but i was having problems with my computer yeah when it was streaming live from the the, the procession itself oh. and it was just horrifying <laughs> i mean it, i mean it, it was it was really um it, this is not hyperbole i was I, I was at one of my most disturbed places I've ever been in my life. What was it? It, it what was what what the my perspective was had to do with watching the people, mm. and my heart really went out to the people. I I the 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 show that the the brain level of brainwashing that would have to lead to them giving a performance that sounded basically like this one with mm. just people just shaking and convulsing in mass hysteria, mass his, just histrionics. It's yeah. so big and ridiculous. Um, and whenever the camera would get close to them, they would just, they knew exactly what they were supposed to do and they just got into it. And men, women, children, the children were particularly sad. Um, well, of course they were, they were terrified. No, it was, every adult it was, around yeah. them was freaking the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. How do you do that to a kid? Oh, it's. I mean, that's that's brainwashing. Well, you know, I mean, it's the two minute. What, what's what is it in nineteen eighty four? The two minute um, scream, the two minute yell. What, what oh, is I don't it? Remember? I don't know. Every day they have to do their their. They have to yell at all the the images that the regime currently mm. wants you to feel strongly about. Right. And so the you know I mean well it's, it's what's it's amazing it's 1984 in that country. Well, what's amazing you know? is that you play that audio, and all I can think about is videos that I've seen of congregations like mm. Pentecostals slash whatever kinds sure. of congregations here in yeah. the U.S. Uh-huh. who go through these group dynamics of really intense emotions and like everything from literally I've I've seen video of a pastor leading everyone in laughter, and they are going nutso 
in laughter. Laughing. Yeah. And he'll wave his hands over one part of the audience and they'll just break up laughing. Like it's this amazing psychological oh experiment and it's yeah. really cool. And then of course the same thing happens when, you know, if they start to cry, if mm-hmm. if it's something really horrible, then, you know, you, you see everyone just convulsing throughout the entire congregation. Right. And I, you know, I defy anyone to say that that's not, that something real isn't happening there. Well, there's obviously, I mean, there's group dynamics. Right. You know? Well, see, this is the point. The, the point is that, like... Mob mentalities and whatnot, you know? The 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 point is that every for every person, for every Pentecostal who says, do you see what happens in our, in our services? How can you deny that that's the Holy Spirit? I will say, look at what happened at Kim Jong-il's funeral. Yeah. It was, it's the same shit. Like, it's, it's a group mm-hmm. experiencing something... And and reinforcing each other's experience yep. to the point where it gets this feedback loop of crazy. And not that I want people to be drawing this this parallel, but or this or making this connection. I guess is more what I want to say. Um, but I'm sure plenty of people are going to be making this connection. Um, the, the the these funeral services. There's nothing about God going on here. These are just people who've been worked up into no. a lather yeah. because obviously it's a communist regime. Right. It's an atheist regime. Um, well, and, uh, except that he's treated, uh, he was treated he's essentially as, as a, a God. God. Yeah. So, well, he sets himself up as the God of the, right. I mean, it, it makes you, I mean, like when it, 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 watching it also led me to this thought, which is, how bizarre that this happens in the modern era. How bizarre mm. that this can be happening in the world today. But in a way, how in the long term it's actually a good thing that there's cameras and tape rolling. Mm. Because yes. this is this is the kind of thing that I'm sure happened on different scales throughout the world for millennia. Yeah. Um, as um, evil um, – I won't even say evil as, – as dictators – which are evil, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't, you know, who knows? what's evil, but anyways. Um, but as 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 dictators, as monarchs, as whoever had total control over a people and a country, um, you know, I mean, we, we we had members of the you know the Chinese dynasty having thousands of people buried with them. Right. All their servants. Right. Right. We have pharaohs who had very similar sort of things Mm -hmm. where their personal servants would be entombed with them. Mm -hmm. Um, And they they weren't waiting for these people to die. No. Right. No, they were enforcing that. There's some there's some bad shit that has happened on this planet through the through the ages. And now we're at a point where uh, thanks to, you know, the Enlightenment and 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 whatnot we've reached a we've reached a place in the west where we're we're very far from from that kind of history right and not um, only that but like the you the whole world not just the west the whole world with the possible exception of north korea has access to various internet stuff sure has access to videos of what's happening around the world yeah and eventually well you know i i was reminded when uh, the whole kim, kim jong il thing i was reminded of ayatollah khomeini Back in the eighties or early nineties or something like that, when he died, hmm, okay. he uh, they, they acted like crazy people. Huh. People were stomped in the streets. They kept parading his body and his coffin around, and then people kept trying to touch it. And like 
suddenly everybody was dying because the crowds were just acted like insane people. Yeah. Then there was no security. They had no. to, they had to abort certain plans, and you know, just it yeah. it was just madness. Yeah. But I don't think. But I think that now, I don't think that they'd want themselves to be embarrassed that way again. No, there would be there would there'd be some sort of controls in the lead up. Oh yeah. To it so that that wouldn't happen. Well, and they they see how other how other countries handle their shit Mm -hmm. and they're like oh right we probably need to be a little more like that whereas north korea being so incredibly isolated right yeah it's 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 remarkable yeah the 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 regime says you better be sad and cry and boy well although they need they didn't even need to say that and they don't well and they don't they don't have any precedent right the people of north korea who are who haven't watched you know what other countries do because they're not allowed to see what other countries do. They don't know what to do. Yeah. They're, they're at, they're at a total loss. And then, you know, this man who they've been lied to their whole lives about what he's capable of, Mm -hmm. including that whole thing about being able to bowl 300, 300 on his first time bowling. I did. Well, then you are worthy (laughs) of the same kind of keening. (laughs) As Kim, Kim Jong-il when you die. My funeral is going to be amazing. <laughs> amazing. But I hope I have better weather than he had. Uh, it was a snowstorm. That is a shame. Poor guy. Poor, poor, poor Kim Jong-il. I think it'd be funny for my funeral. I've told... I You know, I've, I have lots of ideas of like ways that I think it would be fun to have a funeral for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the end, I don't care because I won't even be a sentient being anymore right so yeah. so it's so to me stuff to like, make you happy while you're leading up to your death. right 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 yeah. but to me it's almost as funny it's it's just as good to me if the if if everyone got together and had a hugely religious service for me <laughs> i think that would be hilarious <laughs> if it's what dan wanted if everybody it's just what went dan and would if have you, wanted if you got as many priests and holy men as you could get and women <laughs> and just prayed the shit over me just fucking pray well, that I want, there's no tomorrow. I want two religious groups who can't agree <laughs> to have a fight over how they should be doing my over funeral. Over who's, who saves your soul best? Yeah. As I think as, that's great. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. L- ladies and gentlemen, we invite you to pray for us. <laughs> Matter of fact, if you want to call our phone number, the 424-666-TGIA, and offer a prayer on our oh. behalves. Oh, please. That would be great. That would be nice. Please that would do. be fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, Kim Jong-il's funeral. I just felt mm. that we needed to talk about it because I know that there are people out there, oh, this is it. see what atheists do? And this is the thing. <laughs> I want to make it really clear that there's a big, 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 and I know I'm preaching to the choir because I'm sure most of our listeners are uh, atheists. Um, but oh. hopefully, who yeah. knows? Well, I would love to hear from one of the Christians if, I, if you're I, out there. Wouldn't that be nice? Or believer. Yeah, we don't have believer but, but here's the deal. There's a big difference between the kind of atheism that you see in a totalitarian regime versus the kind of atheism that Dan and I are 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 well, involved in because ours is based in secular humanism it's based in i mean i don't know about you but mine definitely is it's it's based on a lot of the ideas from the enlightenment and 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 we're we have inherited those ideas and, sure. and we, we have an understanding of goodness. We have, an under- we have a we, different we, intellectual tradition that we're coming from. But, exactly. But I wouldn't say that there's a difference between that atheism and our atheism. And the reason I wouldn't say that is because atheism, atheism isn't a belief. I have to keep going over this with people because they don't understand it. 
Well, when it when it all boils down to is he didn't believe in God ostensibly, and neither do we. Right. But there's there's a there's a framework that there's a, a there's a there's a tradition there's a cultural tradition right. yes. that we are. But the, but the point that I'm trying to make is to to lump to to lump Kim Jong Il in with you and I. Mm-hmm. based solely on our atheism is the same thing as saying well you know we can we can we can com- we we can compare x and y because both of them don't believe in astrology right or it's just a matter of we can pick plenty of believers plenty of christians through the ages who um who did bad shit right well so do we want to be like if if you want we can we can we can play that game too. Play yeah, play the who who's worse, the atheists atheists versus the Christians. Right. And by the way, Christians, you don't get to lump. You get we'll take we have to take Stalin, we have to take Kim Jong Il, but you don't get to throw Hitler at us nope. because he was Christian. He was. It was a major tenet of national socialism. <clears throat> anyway, the point that I'm trying to make is atheism is not a belief, and so and so if. If you're trying to, it's like saying that there's no these, inherent worldview that comes These two people are connected because they don't believe in something. Because mm-hmm. they, it's like, yeah, well, I don't believe in Thor either. Mm-hmm. So that means that I believe the same thing as everybody else who doesn't believe in Thor. Right. No. Or they have the same moral <clears throat> framework. Right. Right. But no, I think you're right. That the, the, our, our, our ethos, our, our guidance system comes out of an intellectual tradition that's entirely other. Right. Than what comes from. I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. Anywho. Hey, guess what else happened this week? Um, what's that, Dan? Well, do you remember that it was, you remember that it was Christmas this last week? Uh, yes, I do. And you know what we did? I, Everybody. I, I guess remember what, what Guess we what did. we did? We went to church. We got a church oh, review. Da, 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 da. Church review. Do, 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 do. Um, yeah. And this is, this is a fun one because what we decided to do with this. Uh, this go around um, because we went very non-traditional with the first one. We did this little yeah, K two we thing, yeah, we went to, yeah. um, and it's a non-denominational thing, and which apparently just means boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> not always. Not always. There's a lot of non- non-denominational that can be a lot of fun, but yeah. um, this, the one that we did before, was boring. Um, but what we did is we decided that we were going to do a Christmas Eve service. Midnight mass type thing. Yeah, because, you know, we're looking for music. We're looking for, we're, well, we're looking for entertainment, right? Yeah. And yeah. So, well, the whole point of the church reviews is we, if you had to go to church for the rest of your life. Which is the most, inter- which is going to keep you from falling asleep on Sunday. Right. What's, yeah. what's going to be the least painful option? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think your response was slightly different than mine on this yeah okay so what here's where we went we went to um was it was cottonwood presbyterian presbyterian church in uh in the cottonwood heights area of salt it's lake city called cottonwood presbyterian right yeah yeah okay i'm just sorry yeah. oh you had said that and then i was i was expounding on it <laughs> okay right right i'm like no dan it has a name <laughs> yes um and we uh we we, we went to their 11 o'clock yeah mass i mm-hmm. guess it it ends when jesus is born or yeah something. they do there's like an hour early yeah, they're trying to. They're always trying to beat the Catholics at their own game. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny because I, I, I'm still a little confused about what, what Presbyterianism is. Yeah, like why is it any different than other Protestant? 
It's all just, it, it all just seems as so far arbitrary. as those traditional Protestant faiths go, the, like the ones that have like early, <clears throat> you know, offshoots right from each other and from uh, Catholicism. Um, they're very they they have a lot of similarities. They'll have something different about their 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 ministers. Right. Um, Presbyterians don't don't tend to have uh, bishops. Yeah, they don't have bishops, but there's a dude in like robes. <laughs> yeah, up you know up at the front who obviously has some level well, of training. Well, no, he's he they they have reverends. They don't have bishops. Bishop right. b- bishop meaning they don't have a centralized organization. Exactly. Right. Anyway, so we decided to go. The point of this is. Because we're, we're not we're not talking about theology here. Oh shit! They, we broke our own rule. Well, but but the point is they all believe the same shit anyway. Right. So okay. But uh, you know the show. The How show, is the show, Dan? The sh- well, it started off pretty strong. They had a uh, they had hired in, I believe, a string quartet. After you said that, I believe you're right. The, the talent level did not match anything no. else. <laughs> no, the string quartet was fantastic. <laughs> really nice string quartet. Um, and then uh, in come the blue-robed choir mm. um, mm-hmm. singing along with the string quartet. Yes. Choir was significantly weaker. Oh, yeah. They should have hired in a choir. <laughs> well, they should have. But but it was just a choir of lay people from the, from yeah, the congregation. Yeah, about 14 of them. Mm-hmm. Mostly women. Mostly women. Yeah. They, they, their, their men's section was a little on the weak side. Yeah. Um, including one of the women was singing tenor. The one who looked most like B. Arthur was singing tenor. <laughs> That's a fun coincidence. <laughs> well, I don't think it's a coincidence. I think if you're if you're a B. You Arthur look like... looking woman, you're probably capable of some low notes. That's all I'm going to say. Did you ever see the the Star Wars holiday special where B. Arthur sang? Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I've... But I don't recommend seeing it, folks. Do not go out. It is that's a terminally boring. Right. Thing. It's just an interesting. Anyway, so so yeah, the choir sang. They weren't great. Um, I was I was hoping. Here's what I was hopeful for because the mm-hmm. way the the way that the the review that we read leading into this, which mm. was which was just a posting of what was going to be happening, was mm-hmm. it looked like there was going to be a lot of music, right? And it looked like there was going to be, and it's a professional, uh, uh reverend. Yes, He's- and that that means something to me. Yeah, because in general, you're going to get a better sermon out of that than some lay person in the Mormon church, who, uh, uh, yeah, normally, yeah, this guy was bad. He, th- this could have been a bishop oh from my. the Mormon church. This, could, this could have been just some schmo from the Mormon church who yeah. didn't know anything. Yeah. This guy was bad. Yeah, he looked a little. I, I claim Charles Durning. Uh, <laughs> Frank <laughs> thinks he looks more like. Uh, What's his, what's his name from WKRP? Oh, Gordon Jump from WKRP <laughs> in Cincinnati. Yeah. That's, uh, a, that's a reference that – that's pretty obscure. Yeah, yeah. That's we're a... going back. But anyway, <laughs> you, you just – he looked like your grumpy uncle. Uh-huh. Who, yeah. Oh, very grumpy uncle. Who like – he gets up there. He starts to talk and it's just like you're instantly turned off. There's nothing spiritual happening with this guy. There's nothing connected to anything that's meaningful. It's just like, I'm going to tell you the story of the Christ. Uh, you, you, let me read you a scripture. It wasn't that bad. No, but it, it was no, not that bad. So, so, he started, so he reads the scripture. And then there's another guy who's, whose job it is to just read scripture. I guess so. And he got up there, and he was bad. Yeah, he had a hard time reading. He had a hard time reading, yeah. and he was like... 
his, his I wish I had I wish I had had the balls to take out my iPhone and audio record some of yeah. his shit. Do you know why I probably felt so at home? <laughs> it was because it was all so bad. Because Mormon <laughs> services are so bad. I was I totally connected with this whole thing. <laughs> oh Lord. No, see, I'm I'm a theater guy. I can't I can't I can't take it. So they kept cutting back and forth between these guys reading their scripture and their dry ass bad reading of scripture and all the scripture that we've heard before. Well, actually, they did a nice thing. They started in Old Testament prophecy and Mm. then moved into New Testament retelling of the actual story. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I thought that was an... In- they didn't... They, I, they, I, mean, yeah. I haven't seen that very much. I haven't either. And when I first opened the program and I saw like Isaiah and Micah and I was mm-hmm. just like, wow, Micah. Like <laughs> not a lot of people quote from Micah, but right, you there. go, girl. Um, and uh, I... But I was like, wow, that's really strange. Old Testament. This is like right. Christmas. Yeah. So but I then, thought that was an interesting, it, it, it was an nice interesting progression. I thought it was a nice choice. Oh, by the way, we should talk about the set a little bit. Oh, the set. It's it's a decent sanctuary. It's mm-hmm. not it you know, mm-hmm. they had a big cross back behind the altar. Big cross. There. I looked at the cross a lot. And the cross had a so wreath nice. on it. All of the mm-hmm. crosses had re crosses had wreaths on it mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. And then there was garland sort of strung about. Yeah. Little, little, there was a uh, Christmas tree. Little nativity as well. Little nativity. The nativity was nice. So that, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That was I fine. like a Christmas tree Cues. in the sanctuary, I have to say. Oh, yeah. That is... the Mormon church used to do that, but they don't anymore. Oh. Do you remember when you were a kid, there would be a, a tree in the chapel? I have no memory of that. Really? That may, it may oh. well have happened. I just yeah, don't remember. They don't do it anymore. No. Hmm. Anyways. Because foliage is of the devil. They'll do some poinsettias. That's true. They will. Yeah. What I just said is not true. Well, they don't believe that. <laughs> That's not a verse from the bu- from the Book of Mormon. We we should just start spreading lies about Mormonism. I don't think we'd be doing anybody any service. No, if we did that, <laughs> we would be serving my own sense of humor. Right? No, we're not going to spread lies about. No, okay. So, but so anyway, they oh, and they they started with a little advent, a little lighting of advent oh, candles yeah. in yeah, the yeah, middle. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was a, that was actually among sort of between the two sets of pews. They had advent things. Well, yeah, one was the Christ candle, as we found out later, <laughs> right in the in the service, and then and then they lit, they, yeah, they lit the candles and set a thing. That was congregation members lighting the candles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a family. I, I, I don't know. The whole thing was just they tried. They had they clearly had a tradition, mm-hmm. um, and and they were holding to the tradition of of the uh, the place, but man, the execution was just. They well, they sucked all the joy out of that. Thing. We're we're gonna have to hit another Presbyterian service at some point. I'm sure we I'm sure we will at some point. Yeah, but this was a Christ, Christmas one, right? We'll, we'll need to hit an actual Presbyterian service. Yeah, um, to really find out what they're like. But if this is an example of what Presbyterianism has to offer, I understand why I haven't met a lot of Presbyterians in my life. Oh, I have to like, think this is a low point for Presbyterians. You really think so? Yeah, because a because. This was a special night, and like you say, this guy was trained. This, <laughs> this guy. I mean, it, it might actually be hard to get a like to get clergy in to Utah for some of these more it might sort of be, traditional yeah. Protestant. Yeah, this might be this know, might be groups. the the sort of the the drain point. Yeah. Like this might be the where where the shitty Presbyterian ministers go when yeah. when you're being punished for not being a great Presbyterian minister in Chicago, mm-hmm. they send you to Salt Lake mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. But I gotta say, it. Not, I think the lowest, the low point of the evening. 
Now, there were some nice songs, and we got to sing along, too. I love that. And that was fun. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the choir did their did their best. And the choir leader was an old guy who, like... He took it very seriously. He took it too seriously. Every, everything was For a little... talent level. Everything was a little slower than it should have been to try everything and... Everything was slow. Because they, it they, was killing me Right, be, because they were trying to be reverent and, and create a, a mood. But it was clearly no, the wrong that's thing. That's not what you... It was a bad choice. Anyway, uh, everything was too slow. And then... But the, I think the crowning moment of, of the evening, mm-hmm. which is meant to be the crowning moment, was... The lighting of the candles. The congregation. Yeah. We all we were all, given yeah. candles as we walked in. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we were all meant to... And then at on the last song, which was Silent Night, mm. we were to light the candles and apparently proceed out of the right. sanctuary as yeah. we're singing. Right. An event that I, I can see created well could be a stirring, moving moment. Mm-hmm. However... Yeah. <laughs> There can, are candles there, in church are new to me. Oh, okay. I've had candlelight services before. Okay, but, that was new to me. Yeah, and it's a, it can be really lovely. Actually, it mm-hmm. can be beautiful. But there are ways to ruin it. And, oh, and, and they yeah, and they he, found every <laughs> single one of them. <laughs> it was actually probably the most entertaining part of the night for me, which <sighs> was when uh, when our pastor, our Mormon bishop. Gave us literally a three-minute lecture on candle safety yeah. and how we're supposed to light and how we're supposed to not light. And Because, right. you know, he goes – he lights his candle. Then he lights the candles at the end of each pew. Well, he first he, he lights the deacon's candles and <laughs> then the deacon's go. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And they go and they light the candles. And it's – I mean – Basically, you do have to be a little bit careful because everybody's lighting their candle off of everybody else's sure. candle, and there's there's potential for bad things to happen there. Yeah. So what you so this guy goes into it forever about oh you got to do it this way and it's very important and blah blah blah. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm thinking that they had an incident. Maybe I think, or at least there's some notorious incident that he read about of somebody, <laughs> some poor, some old woman with her hair going up in flames or something like. I'm thinking it was so much tamer than that. There was <sighs> wax that dripped on the pews, and they had to scratch it at it for a while to get it up. <laughs> this guy is such a mountain out of a molehill kind of guy. <laughs> anyway, so he goes and he's talking, about, telling us, you know, the person whose candle is lit. Keeps it straight up and down like this. And he's demonstrating. It's yeah. like, the, it's he so awful. And then he's like, and then the person who's lighting their candle, they tilt it like this and hold it against the upright candle that is lit. And then that person holds it upright. And once your candle's lit, you always keep it upright. And then the next person tips their candle to your candle. And it, honestly, it went on forever. Yeah. yeah it was, it was forever. <laughs> and then, like... And every and what he do, but what he didn't explain to us is that we were all going to be leaving during that song. Yeah, I so, think that was impromptu. I because he did. You say, do? Yes, I think people misunderstood his directions because they were already tuned him out. <laughs> because what I remembered hearing was that we were going to sing and then leave. Okay, that's what I remember hearing as well. Now they might now maybe to a group of Presbyterians. <sighs> Because they've done this enough, they know right. the tradition. They know that that means in the third verse you you start to leave. Oh my god! But I was like, I okay, okay. I can sing Silent Night from memory 
first verse. Right. I need that hymnal for the third verse. Right. Absolutely. Not only that, but he had. A, he, here's the other way that he ruined the candle candle ceremony. He was like, "Now we were going to have you stand up for this, but I thought." <laughs> That, you know, it's easier to read the hymnal if it's in your lap when you're holding a candle. So, we're going to have you sit down for the first two verses and then stand up for the third verse. <laughs> Which is like, again, Ugh. none of us know the third verse. That's the worst idea ever. <laughs> also, like, <laughs> the whole point of the candle ser- service is like, they turn off the lights and then all you see is the glow of everybody else's candle. Mm-hmm. But if we're all sitting... You don't see anybody's candle. You just see sort of a, a glow, but you don't see you don't see the flicker. Uh-huh. You don't see the actual flame, which is the joy of the candle service. Exactly. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So yeah, we 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 don't hear the candle. We 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 don't see the candles at all until everybody stands up, and by then suddenly we we were sitting in the second pew, and then suddenly we're there and we. <laughs> We're, we're adjusting mics here. Sorry. So we're there in the second pew, and suddenly the first pew starts emptying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit, we're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have our shit together. We didn't no. have our coats on. We didn't no. have everything ready to go. No. So it's like, oh, crap. We're, we're holding fire in one hand. Right. And grabbing everything else. And, like, it's just, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Bach. Ridiculous. Bach, bach. Yeah. It's absurd. Well, Dan. Yeah. So there you have it. There you have it. And Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year to all of y'all. And and may your resolutions be uh, uh, whatever. And that's our show. If you'd like to join our conversation, you can leave a voicemail at 424-666-TGIA. That's 424-666-8442. Follow us on Twitter at TGIAtheist. Or send us an email at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. You'll be glad you did. 